Welcome to the Simply His Coffee Shop. In this day and age, we are in a massive identity crisis. No one knows who they truly are anymore. Even as Christians, we struggle with our identity. But who does God say we are? What is our identity as Christians? That is our topic of discussion today. Aren't you guys excited? So who are we as Christians? What does that even mean? What is a Christian identity? You know, as we were talking about this, when we were first roundtabling, it was kind of a different perspective. And then um, I can't remember where I was at, but all of a sudden it just clicked. I went, wait a minute. There's a picture in my bathroom that tells me who (laughs) I am. You know, that every time you're in there washing your hands, it just proclaims that over you. And I'll show you before. This is what is actually in my bathroom. And that's why the humidity has peeled this. <laughs> it's, it's a, you know, handmade item and it's kind of faded some of the stuff. So thankfully I documented it digitally. So I've got what it really was to begin with. But as you can tell from the picture on the screen that production's putting up by where these statements are being made, the scripture reference to where you could go back to and refer <laughs> where that comes from. So I'm going to read this. It says, as believers, you are saved forever by grace through faith, forgiven, accepted, beloved of God, servants of the most high God, new creatures, dead to sin, alive to God, walking in the newness of life, baptized into Christ Jesus, the temple of the Holy Spirit, clothed with Christ, holy, blameless, at peace with Mm -hmm. God. Christians, you are born again, partakers of the divine nature, empowered by God, children of promise, one in him, the body of Christ, seated in heaven, kingdom citizens, a Mm -hmm. royal priesthood, vessels of honor, salt of the earth, light of the world, soldiers of Christ, fishers of men, ministers of reconciliation and victorious. I love that. I just love that. That's a whole lot of things that God himself calls you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's proclaimed over you. There should be no question after that list what who your you Christian are. identity yeah, is. Yeah, who you are. Exactly. <laughs> One of the things that strikes me when I hear the term Christian identity or identity generally at all, right now, you know, there's, there's all these things that are um, politically incorrect or, you know, socially hot button topics or whatever. And right now, Christianity and the Bible itself is being drawn into that mess Mm -hmm. to the point that, you know, there are some people that would say that the Bible is filled with hate speech or, you know, and so on. And the trolls, there's Mm. all these trolls (laughs) everywhere. You know, if you say online, you know, I'm a Christian, you're going to have all these people making fun of you. What do you do? That to me is what I think of societally. Uh, I'm so glad you brought the biblical list, but I think societally, what is my identity in a world where if I admit that I'm a Christian, I'm going to be trolled. Mm. Can I just tell you something? Trolls is a very young term, but trolls have existed since the beginning of time. Paul himself (laughs) was constantly dealing with trolls. People who were coming in. I mean, it's it's all through the epistles. You can see that he's having to say, no, I truly am an apostle. Here's my story yet again, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All kinds of people putting him down. And the fact that he, you know, he just continued to deal with it gently. But what else did he say? He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We should be in a position where our Christian identity is 
so profoundly alive and so profoundly obvious wherever we go that what comes out of us is light and love, right. but also shameless, yes. unabashed shamelessness yes. to say, yes. I am of the body of Christ. I believe in the gospel. So I think trolls and I think people don't understand. No, no, there were a lot of trolls <laughs> right. in the New Testament. Right. Watch how Paul dealt with them and deal with it likewise. That's what mm -hmm. I think. That's good. Well, and so many people, even especially right now, because like what you're saying, they, they almost don't want to admit the fact that, yes, I am a believer. Yes, I am a Christian because there's such a stigma with that, you know, that people are like, oh, well, then you're not allowed to have an opinion because right. this is what's happening. And this is what's you're not a, you're a hate speech if you are a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ and that kind of irks me sometimes because it's like, well, if, if these are my opinions and my beliefs, even though they're different from yours, why can't we agree to disagree? Mm -hmm. I'm not coming and just hitting you over the head with your beliefs. Why can't you accept mine and say, okay, well, cause I'm not attacking you, you know, and that's been a big part. And so many people get timid about and get ashamed of the gospel of Christ because one, their identity is not so ingrained right. in what God says in the list that she, yeah. she read, what God says, who we are, yeah. and we get scared and we get frightened. And instead of saying, yes, I am a Christian and living a Christian life. That's, I think the other part of it is that so many people just get so busy living life in general that they don't prioritize right. who they are. We in can get Christ. in our own head. We can get oh, in our absolutely. own head about it, you know. And mm -hmm. you know, what's what's the saying? Doubt your doubts. You know, whenever you start to doubt something, doubt your doubts about it. Mm -hmm. You know, something that I you know like to do is you know when something like that is coming at me, I like to like kind of flip the script and be like, okay, thank you for confirming the opposite in me. Because mm -hmm. that's not true. That's not what he says about me. Right. That's yes. not what the word of my God who created me says yes. about me. So that's, it's hard to, you know, try to get yourself into that mindset to flip the, that script. But man, if you do, that's power. Oh, absolutely. You know? Well, and also when you first, you know, when you're first establishing and figuring out your own identity in Christ. It's very easy unless you specifically and conscientiously make a note to watch this and not let it get out of control. It's very easy to think that your Christian identity looks like the people at your church. Oh, yes. I am go. now offended by this movie. I am now right. your identity just becomes whatever the crowd around you. It becomes yeah. a corporate identity instead of an individual right. identity. Exactly. It's not copy paste. And as much as I am totally against the individualization of Western mentality, mm -hmm. this me, 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 I, I, I think I feel, I think I feel me, me, me kind of Christianity. There is a lot of verses in the Bible that identifies you as an individual. Yeah. The Bible was written to a collectivist society. Right. But that was one of the reasons why it was so unusual for its time is because it did identify the individual. Yeah. It's almost like as soon as you become a, a part of the congregation, you find yourself committing blasphemous sins that Christians commit all the time. And you're completely unaware when Stephen Hawkins died, mm. the whole response from the body of Christ. I mean, occasionally there was the exception, but the vast majority of them said, well, he'll see now. Because, you know, he was a well-known atheist and the, and the mm -hmm. response from a lot of people in the church is to look at that and say, 
well, you're in hell now, now you'll see. I mean, if that's the response of the, of the corporate body, I'm not talking yeah. about individuals, yeah. if that's the corporate response of, of the church, that's not my identity. No. I don't want to have anything to no. do with that. Right. So that's not the commission. Right. No, it's, it's not the great commission. It's, no. it's, mm -hmm. There's nothing compassionate about that. Right. So if that's the way the church is branding itself, mm -hmm. that is hate speech, first of all. Uh, yeah. And that does not come from the Bible, second of all. Mm -hmm. And my identity in Christ wants nothing to do with that. So we need to keep that in perspective. It goes back to what you were saying a few minutes ago. You know, some people are asking, why can't I just have my own beliefs? Right. It's because of what she just said. There's so many of, uh, mm -hmm. people that do this big corporate no-no mm -hmm. that causes us as individuals now to have to feel that we have to answer to that. And we, we're not guilty of that. Right. Right. You know, I like your list there. And what I love about, I'm glad that you brought that. Yeah. Yes. And, and what I love about that is because God is such an amazing God that he also is the God of the individual. That's mm -hmm. right. I am the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, Absolutely. and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so as a God of individual people, not just the congregation, right. it all came out of Egypt. He is the God of each one of us. That every single little thing in there that you read, mm -hmm. I guarantee that if you was to read that again and have these guys raise their hand in the audience, they're the one that speaks to them. Right. All of those, it's for all of us as corporate, Absolutely. but those also, there were ones when you were reading, oh, that one, I like that one Yeah. because yep. it applies to my individualism and my concept oh, and my sure. relationship to God. So he is a God of, a, of, of individual people. He is a and God. I love that about God because if you are in a corporate setting and like Donna says, it's not kind of, you're, there's something there that's, yeah. that you're trying to find where your individual, go to that, it, yeah. go to that and say, okay, God, who am I? Hmm. When, when mm -hmm. He is our identity anyway, yeah. and he will fulfill yeah. the identity that he has created us to be yeah. because he is the God of the individual, Absolutely. because he created us individually. one, and then there were two, and now there's a world full of people, yeah. and he's, he's been there for the birth of every single one of them. What strikes me about what you just said is while you're talking, I, what's going through my mind is that psalm. Who am I mm -hmm. that God is mindful yes. of me? Yes. And, and to, to be honest, it, it's who is man that, my, that God is mindful of him. Right. But I, I personalize that because we are mankind. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there going, you know, that, that to me, it just blows me away to think that God knows who I am. Absolutely. He, he has the, the hairs on my head are counted. He's yeah. known me from the womb. He's yeah. had a plan from the very beginning. Yeah. He knows the desires of my heart. Right. He's going to help yep. me use the desires of my heart to serve him better. So that when I get to heaven, I hope I hear, well done, yeah. my good and faithful servant. He's aware of every move that I make. Yeah. Who am I that God is mindful of me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I That's identity. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah. When I sure. first gave my heart to the Lord, I think that was the one thing that astounded me the most is that the God of this universe cared enough mm -hmm. that I mean, me of all people of the thousands of people from beginning of time until now that I was still counted among right. the people that Christ died for. Mm -hmm. that, that to me just was, it gave me, and the fact that he had a plan, I love the fact that you said that, because I think that we have a plan. God has a plan for each one of us. And I think if you want to know where is your identity, go looking for your plan. Ask God what's your plan, because he'll show you mm -hmm. who you are and what he's created you to do. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's just one of my favorite thoughts. You know, I've looked, into, I've looked into the phenomenon of sweating blood on the night of the, the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. 
And that could be figuratively or literally interpreted. But the bottom line is Jesus was so afraid of what the cross and the suffering was going to be that he was literally sweating and saying, Father, take this from me, but not my will, but your will be done. Mm -hmm. He submitted himself to the cross. Who did he do it for? Yeah. Who did he do it for? It's individuals that he did it for. It's so easy for us sometimes to look at this and go, I know, but he did it as much for everybody else as for me. No, no, your hairs are numbered. Yes. He cares <laughs> as well. If, if God will clothe the lilies of the field, how That's much right. more will he provide for you? Right. There's all these very individualistic uh, moments where God is speaking us to directly. Right. And the greatest moment yeah. of right. all of that is when Jesus himself was scared to the point of sweating bullets and, 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 and possibly even sweating blood, an actual physiological phenomenon. Uh, and then he submitted himself to the cross for you. Mm-hmm. That's identity. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, you are, listen to me at home, ladies, gentlemen, you are the daughters and the sons of the king. Literally, spiritually, you are the princesses and the princes of this king who someday, and by the way, literally it's coming. Read about the millennial kingdom in the book of Revelation. It's going to be a literal reign. I believe 100% that that is where identity can be. You mm. can start with that. Yeah. yeah. Then worry about the little annoying things, but uh, start yes. with that. Yeah. You are a prince. You are a princess. <laughs> Daughters of the king. Yes. Yes. That's an identity. Oh, for sure. I've talked about this movie before, the Overcomer movie, and that's what I love so much about that movie is the fact that it it starts with the question, who are you? Who are you? What 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 is that deep-seatedness of your identity? Who are you? What makes you be the person that you are? And they answer that question in the movie and it's powerful, such powerful, but it's basically everything that we're already talking about. But sometimes I think that might be a good exercise just to ask yourself, okay, who am I? Who am I? What, what am I about? Is the first thing that comes to mind, I'm a follower of Christ or for some of us it's I'm a mom well, what does that entail? You know, but, but who is my identity? Who am I? Who does God say I am? And there's a great song about that too. Who does, who does he say I am? Well, he says I'm chosen. Right. And basically your entire list again. I I love that song for, for that. Let me, let me think just real quick and remind us too, though, going back to Jesus giving his life on a cross. I go, my mind goes to the thief next to him. Mm. Yes. This is a man that wow. deserved nothing. Right. Right. He, was, he, was, he didn't get baptized. Nope. He didn't have oh, any money. Who? I mean, he, he had nothing. slain in the spirit. He was not slain in the spirit. That's a line for you. <laughs> that <laughs> needs not... to be on a shirt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mama. Go ahead. He could not even bow in right. prayer. Yeah. No, right. He had not, he was restrained. Yeah. He had nothing to offer yeah. Christ. And, and he's he only, say? he's, please remember me. And Christ said what? You will be Today. with me. Today. That's right. Not tomorrow. This Today. Day. That's right. You will be with me in you paradise. You will be. That is who that guy was to Christ. Yeah. That's right. That's who we are. Yeah, that's identity. That's identity. He had his identity right there revealed to him at that moment. He was no longer a thief. Yeah. He was redeemed. Oh, wow. He was redeemed. He was redeemed. Mm. When so many people think that it's this big, long, you can't just be saved. 
But at the 11th hour, you yeah. can still be saved. And it yeah. doesn't have to be this big lifelong thing. Of course, for some of us, it has become a lifelong thing. But you That's can be hope. saved yeah. and changed, yeah. changed in an instant. You are redeemed. And that's so huge. The minister who baptized my husband not too long ago, and he had been baptized before, but he chose to do it again mm -hmm. as a recommitment kind of thing. When he pulled him up out of the water, he said, now, if this seems too simple, if this journey to being saved or be having your identity in Jesus and in Christ seems too simple. That's because God ordained it to be so simple. Right. Yes. And as soon as he said that, I was like, I've never thought about that, but don't we overcomplicate mm -hmm. Christian identity? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially yes. in the West, you sure. get this individualized, I think I feel happening. And before long, you have overcomplicated it so oh, far yeah. that it's become this intricate little thing that God himself has to help you sort out right. because you've overcomplicated yeah. it to the point that it's just, oh my gosh, my identity is a train wreck. It's a mess. I, 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 it's a thorn bush. Mm -hmm. It's super easy. These things that we're identifying just because they, they read like old news to the snobby, to the intellectual snobbists that would say, eh, I've heard that all before. No, listen, it's true. It's real. It's so simple. You are saved. You are absolutely redeemed. Yeah. You are going Victorious. to be here in paradise yeah. with me today. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful thought. You're right. We overcomplicate things. We do. This is good talk. <laughs> we like our little boxes for sure, don't we? Well, it's because we like to check those off. Oh, oh I know. Oh, did I do this today? Well, it's a but formula. So and it makes us, <laughs> the formulas make us feel we have to earn it. Yeah. And I'm yes. sorry. It's good to try to be good, but you know what? You're mm. never going to get there. No. No. That's why. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. Sure. We figured that one out. On that note, we do need to take a really quick break. We will be right back. Introducing the Simply His Mystery Bundle, a must-have for coffee lovers and book lovers alike. Indulge in our selection of certified organic, herbicide and pesticide-free, great-tasting coffees. Whether it's Donna's Divine Cup of Theology, Nita's Splendid Sunrise at the Ranch, Ali's Amazing Tornado Watch, or Catherine's Incredible Island Girl. Each roast is bursting with its own unique flavor. And the best part? You get to pick your favorite blend. So which one will you choose? Our stunning gray and silver Simply His shirt is also included in this package. A stylish V-neck t-shirt with our Simply His logo printed on the front in captivating silver. Perfect for that warm weather that's just around the corner. Now, I did say this was a mystery package. That's because when you purchase a special offer from Skywatch TV store, you'll receive a free mystery book. You heard me right. A mystery book from one of Defender Publishing's huge selection of greatest hits and all-time bestsellers sent to you at no extra cost. These outstanding works of literature are packed with inspiration and faith. But don't wait too long to order. This offer is only available while supplies last. Place your order to ensure that you don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. Put together, these items hold a retail value of over $90. Yours now for only $45 plus shipping and handling. Don't miss out on this great package. You can shop Simply His by scanning the QR code now by using your camera app or call 844-750-4985 and tell them that you want the new Simply His Mystery Bundle. 
Now, let's get back to Simply His. Welcome back. We are continuing our discussion on identity and what is your identity in Christ. And this is such a big topic that we're trying to cram into this short little time because it is such an important topic, though, too. Who are you? What is your identity in Christ? Who does Christ say that you are? And right before the break, it was so cool talking about the thief that was on the cross with Jesus and how he was redeemed in that moment. God changed his life while he was hanging on a cross. Can you imagine that? The pain that he was going through, but he realized what Jesus was offering him and who Jesus even was. That's just an incredible thing to even think about. And so many times we do put our Christianese, if you will, into a box. I know with being a youth pastor and yeah. stuff, I'm sure you saw that quite a bit too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. In, in your youth group. Well, not just from that perspective, but, but that um, age group, you know, historically seventh grade through 12th grade, there are so many things via secular music, via mm-hmm. magazines, via mm-hmm. the chatter in their own hallway at their high school of people who are speaking things over them that is absolutely untrue and that that they internalize that and Mm -hmm. believe the lie of the devil that they are not they're not enough they can't ever they're not smart it's what's the uh, old saying I'm smart enough I'm good enough and doggone it people like me you know it's the opposite (laughs) of that that they get taught and spoken over and you know that was something you know in in youth when you're in the trenches doing it I mean, you, you have a concept of the eternal ramifications that it can have, obviously. But when you're doing it and living that, you know, you're not, I didn't anyway, wasn't thinking about the praise that I'm going to get later on or boy, look what I did or whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until, and this wasn't even from youth, this was missionettes. Um, I can remember very specifically one little girl and um, the home life was horrific. We dealt with some very difficult situations, but I can remember being in a uh, box store and having this voice like frantically coming at me. She was running towards me and she was so excited. She was an adult now, could not wait to tell me what her life had become, what her education (laughs) had become, finding the love of her life, having this child. I mean, all these things. And I'm just like, it it just hits you like, you know, the heat of a sauna. Yeah. Wow. That wasn't me, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I'm glad that I was able to be a part of that. Yeah. Be a part of that and was obedient in that time frame. Cause what if I had not been obedient? Yeah. Where would her life have gone? Right. You know, especially understanding the situation in the home, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, things like that are, man, I'm, I'm thankful that his word tells me who I am so that I can tell you who you are. And here, let's get this Bible. Let's look at this. Yeah. Let's look this up. I want you to read this for yourself because as you know, all of us know, everybody knows, I would think. Scripture, you know, the Holy Spirit will speak something different to you than he will me. Oh, of course. Over, you know, a specific scripture. So something like, you know, clothed uh, with Christ. What does that mean to you? You know, everybody thinks, you know, I think of, you know, robe of righteousness, you know, two coats are before me. 
you know, the old and the <laughs> new, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, I think that there's an also to balance this out. What is it to be clothed in Christ, with Christ, walking with Christ every day? I think that this also means that for a lot of Christian people, I'm going to offend somebody here. It also means humility. Sure, I can't begin to tell you the number of people. They're really good at being able to talk about Christian identity and list all the beautiful things, but they're so arrogant and they're mm. so arrived wow. that at the end of the day, they're not actually reaching anybody. And, and really all they're doing is giving Christianity a bad name. They're stuck mm. up. Yeah. They're conceited. They're, they're judgmental, judgmental to a fault. There's so many things about their life that just puts a bad taste in the mouth of everybody mm -hmm. around them. Sure. And yet... Whenever, you know, when, when you hear them talking, they're so quick to talk about how, all, you know, God sees me as wonderful, beautiful, all of these things. And, and, and they're well versed in all the wonderful things that they are. Yeah. But the way that they've turned that into this big, arrogant parade has been the opposite of love. Sure. So while the we love. are bringing the yeah. encouragement to the body today and reminding all of these Christians, you are beautiful, you are wonderful, yes. you are sanctified, yeah. you are holy, you are redeemed, yeah. all of these beautiful things. We also, I want to make sure that if there is anybody out there that's listening, that secretly they know that they're arrogant. And when they get up to the pulpit, they're blasting people and they're putting mm. people down. I want them to hear me today and, and, and understand that part of clothing yourself in the identity of God is to also walk with humility and love. And that is oh, absolutely the example. core <laughs> of the Great Commission. That's yeah. yeah, that's good. That's why a lot of, you know... Um, generations have a problem with church. They have no problem with Jesus. Oh, yes. sure. They have a big problem with church, you know, and it's that right there. Yeah. It's expressing that love. It's showing that love, you know, grace, mm -hmm. extending that, loving them, coming alongside them instead of Thor. You know, God is Thor. You know, <laughs> let me get my hammer, knock you in the head. You know? Right. Yeah. It's so important that we are confident as a Christian to know who we are so that you, like you said, we can pass that on to yeah. the younger generation. Confident, not cocky. That's a big, big yeah. difference. That's good. Yes. That's another t-shirt. <laughs> Confident, not cocky. Coming soon to Simply His. <laughs> we really need to launch some of these. I'm not kidding. They're be great watching, ideas. Be <laughs> My favorite is still the thief on the cross was not slain in the spirit. <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> but it is so, so important for you to know who God says that you are. Because if we know that, it does give us the yeah. confidence to go about our daily life to see who we truly are, too. And we, our life will then become that light that says, hey, there's something different about that person. Right. I want to know what they have. What is right, it right. that they have? I want that. I want that confidence because they're loving. They're yeah. kind. They go above and beyond. Yeah. Be that person. We all need to strive to be like Jesus. And that was his whole ministry was loving people yeah. and showing them who they can be and what their identity even is. We are all completely out of time <laughs> yet again. Please join us next week in the Simply His Coffee Shop. We'll see you next time.